Shop the Chemist Warehouse Mayhem Sale and get up to half price off big brand vitamins and cosmetics. This is Chiefs Mana with Ian Jones and Ricardo Ball on SENZ. Yes, this is the half an hour. We celebrate everything south of the Bombays because we are based here in Auckland and the man who captained the Chiefs played for the Chiefs from 1996 with the inception of Super Rugby as my co-host Ian Jones, simply known as Carmo, played 79 tests for the All Blacks. Well, Carmo, nobody saw that one coming. Nobody saw that result. And we had a little discussion last week whether you, you thought... I asked you whether or not it was a good thing, whether a loss might not be a bad thing heading into the playoffs, and I felt that a loss probably wouldn't be a bad thing. Um, where are you at with this? Where are the emotions? Well, I mean, I watched it up north. I was uh, up north and I heard this big kaboom, this balloon pop all the way from the Naki, all up north. It travelled the length of the country. Um, yeah, you, you can paint it any way you want, right? Okay, loss, it's, you know... Sort of the systems, there weren't players there, of course, it'll be a different side, etc., etc. But a loss is momentum, a loss is an absolute killer. And the other thing for me, I mean, you look at the opposition, what only we have to acknowledge Brad Thorne, absolute one of our great modern day locks, tough, uncompromising, in your face, ruthless, physically dominate, dominated type of player. You acknowledge everything he did and his team did, just all the traits of Brad Thorne into his side so absolutely before we go anywhere acknowledge that and the other thing that really when I was watching it mate and this this isn't a reflection on the modern players and, and the Chiefs players there that were playing in particular the tight five in particular the locks right but for me sitting there with one of our great players a great all black in the opposition coach who doesn't even know who you are right you want to put out a performance so that guy Brad Thorne goes well I've heard about this kid. He's going pretty good. Brad Thorne would have walked away going, I heard about these kids. They're not that good. And that would just gut me if I was a player. I would just gut me. I'd want to put out a performance when you're playing in front of a coach, right? Uh, And I think that was a thing that really got me when I was watching. Um, Did that answer your question? I am. I'm. I was. I was flabbergasted at the loss because it's momentum. Mate. They, I hate. They, they, but they came I hate so. Lose. Mate, they didn't come close. They came close. They though, did come, not but come, come close. They, they did come close to winning that game. Mate. You know why? They you, came you, very close you know to winning why that they game. They couldn't though. get over though, Watto, because fifteen people wanted to win it. Yeah. They they got but, all out of their systems. Got all out of the. What we've been talking about, the Chiefs. Everyone coming on, knowing what they need to do, not doing anything more, not doing anything less, doing their job. All of a sudden, they didn't do their job. They tried to win it by themselves. And yeah. hopefully, in the review, and that review should have been brutal, should have been embarrassing, and but should have also put a line okay. in it. But, but Carmo, can maybe the review just come back to the coaches and selectors for maybe not showing the Reds enough respect and putting out a second-string side? Because well, let's be honest, it was talk- a second-string side comparative to other teams that have taken the It wasn't a second-string side, mate. It was the Chiefs. The Chiefs were out there. They weren't second-stringers. They were Chiefs players good enough because we've talked about them all year mm. when they come on they're good enough to play they know exactly what they need to do when they come on and they were deserving of that start they just absolutely didn't so the review will be brutal it will be a momentum killer now they've got two games I know they've got a buffer fantastic they've got two games to ensure they have home advantage all the way through the playoffs what did the Reds do differently against the Chiefs that other sides have failed to do up to this point? Well, for, for one thing, the Chiefs didn't front up at ruck time. 
So we had no go forward ball. We had no takihara, or no one getting ourselves over the gain line to get go forward ball. Once we get go forward ball, mate, we've talked about this ourselves, particularly when we played the Blues a little bit when we played the Crusaders. When we don't get go forward ball, what happens to our number 10? What happens to our back line? We go lateral, we go sideways, we don't get over the gain line. Things don't go so well. So that's one thing we didn't do. The second thing we didn't do, we didn't throw numbers at the breakdown. If you're watching that game live and you don't see this on TV, but I tell you what, there'll be a lot of ex-type forwards who are at that game watching it live must have been frustrated because I'd imagine, because you can see the numbers at the breakdown, that no one was at the breakdown. But no one was gaining us quick ball. When we have quick ball, we can do some pretty amazing things. I felt so sorry for the little halfback. Little halfback had no bloody hope. Martina Cortez. Because he had no numbers in front of him. No one was going there. Everyone was standing off. So the Reds didn't do any of that. Then the Reds just got belief, tackled, knew they didn't have to send numbers to the breakdown themselves because the Chiefs weren't sending their numbers to the breakdown. So bang, you fan, fan out, 15 people standing up, bloody hard to get through 15 people. You have gone against a little bit of the mainstream thinking when it comes to Damien McKenzie. You still believe that his best position is fullback. And did that game just demonstrate and highlight what you've been saying, that, yeah, things are okay when you've got a little bit of room, but his best position is still when he's got space. You shut down his space and you shut Damien McKenzie's not the player that we've seen. Yeah, look, we know, we know how good Damien McKenzie is, and we know at super rugby level when the Chiefs are dominating, we get numbers, when Brad Webber's flicking that ball out within kind of seconds, Damien can do what he does and does brilliantly. There's no question about that. Often when we I talk about 10, I talk about the next level. Are the all-black forwards dominating that at international rugby against France, against Ireland, against South Africa, against you know, whoever they come up to play? And the answer is no. So is that how Damien's going to play at international level? I, I mean, I, I personally, and I've said this about Bowden Barrett, so you know, it's a bloody broken record, so sorry about keeping on going on about it. I think those guys, when they're wider out, can see the mismatches, can, can take on some trying defences, are lethal, are absolutely lethal. Um, so yeah, the loss of Gatlin I think will be a big loss going forward uh, for the Chiefs. But you know if they can bring on Ioani a little bit earlier, allow Damien to do what he does. There's still you know a lot of positives going there. But at the end of the day, Watto, we just need the numbers back at the breakdown. We need that go forward ball and we need that quick ruck ball for the Chiefs to do what they can do. You are listening to Chiefs Mana, Chemist Warehouse, Chemist Warehouse, the Real House of Fragrances. We're going to take a break. When we come back, we've got Chiefs Assistant Coach David Hill on the program. It is 19 minutes away from 8. You are listening to SENZ. We are talking all things Chiefs. Chiefs Mana alongside of me, one of the originals, all black great, Ian Carmo-Jones. And it's with great pleasure now we welcome Chiefs Assistant Coach David Hill onto the programme. David, good evening. Welcome. Good evening, man. How are you going? Good. Okay. Um, oh, simple. What went wrong? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry about the direct, blunt, uh, first up question. Respectfully, they, uh, they played better than us. They um, probably won a little more at the end, and um, we missed uh, a good amount of opportunities to to score early on. We probably missed just as many uh, later on as well. So um, a little bit of inaccuracies on our behalf, and a, and a good amount of sort of uh, want and will and desperation um, on their behalf. So a combination of the two was uh, wasn't good. Yep, Ali Kama. Yep, yep. Need to acknowledge uh, Brad Thorne, the Reds, the way they defended at the end, tremendous. But from the whole team point of view, and you just can't kind of isolate the guys who played in Taranaki, how did the review go? Yeah, the review was um, 
we tried to keep it as consistent as, as possible when we won as well. So when we weren't, um, you know, we felt like we were pretty harsh with some of our reviews even after we won some games. Um, so a bit of perspective on, on that. And, you know, we've, we've done some things in games um, not perfectly. We had a couple of games where we haven't attacked as well as we liked and come out the um, the other end. So it was a little bit of perspective on, on where we were at at, the, at this point of the season. But... Um, it was, it was sort of timely in some ways to highlight or, or just at least have a bit more evidence to back up right, what we need to change. Um, we need to, to make some improvements and some tweaks in our game. So um, there's a couple of people who were a bit, um, you know, shuffling a bit, bit sort of forward or a bit of slumping in their seats a little bit and hoping that they wouldn't get called out. But um, on that, by the end of it, we um, got to the bottom of a few things and, and pretty happy with how the review went. Yeah, I know. It's, it's, you don't want to make eye contact with coaches in those situations, but for those players, and it's, it's really crucial that you know honesty uh, is an absolute hallmark and a value of the Chiefs and all good rugby teams. In terms of getting back on the horse, what, what's your, your role there, Hilly, as an assistant coach, just to upskill them kind of mentally and, and allow them to move on? Yeah, it's a real. It's a good point, Camo. For for those of us who've been in reviews and and just you know looked at the ground and not made eye contact, those days are gone. Like it's very much, like we're here to help them and and see the the reviews as opportunities to highlight some things. But we're not throwing anyone under the bus. Um, no one's getting a spray. Um, you know, it's not like it's we we point the finger at one person and they take the blame. and Anyone else feels good about it. Um, and so it's a really it's a it is a challenge for us all as coaches to you know to still highlight some positives um, and keep it a, a bit of perspective around things so you know we had a few young guys out there a couple of guys that first start uh, two or three of them one or two of them were maybe the first start ever type of thing where Josh Lord come back from a long injury so it was a really a chance for us to, to put the onus on the depth of the squad um, and when you lose and we're only talking we didn't we only lost by a couple of points it wasn't like we got blown off the park but you know, it's just it's a good opportunity to highlight what what we need to to work on with some of our guys who are not our normal starters or, or not our all-backs. So to wrap up um, um, to wrap up, Hilly, our visit to to New Plymouth and to the Naki, uh, more and more Chiefs fans are uh, emerging. I have to say, out of the Taranaki region, which is wonderful. Was it a? I mean, it looked a great crowd, but was it a good few days down there? Yeah, awesome few days. You know, we've got guys um, who have only played. You know, from the Naki, have only played for the Chiefs. Um, so there's still some die-hard Canes supporters down there. I don't think we're going to turn turn them, um, but definitely the younger crew got a good amount of support from you know the, the the kids and did some community stuff and some commercial stuff day before the game. So I feel like it turned in, and I would have liked to have put on a, a bit of a better performance. But um, yes, had some had a great great amount of support down there. Uh, David, you just mentioned previously about the wider squad. I guess one of the criticisms fans have is the constant changing of teams and call it rest and rotation, it might be a bit mm. a, a bit blunt, uh, but like you, you didn't have Kane, Sawakula, the likes of Ross, Taki Ahau, um playing. Um, in hindsight, would you have done things differently? I mean, why the need for the change? Some of it was um, the way the, you know, the all-back rotation or rest and rotation is, is the obvious one because we, we wouldn't have been able to play them all the way through and into the quarterfinals and semifinals if we get that far. Um, so we planned that. That was a game we we um, highlighted early on. That was one that the All Blacks would um, would not play. Um, Anton was the exception there because he'd come back from injury. You know, um, so that that was part of it. Um, had a couple of guys with with niggles and have played a lot of minutes. So the 
the rotation part is um, a, a good amount around guys that have played lots of minutes and played lots of games back to back to back. Um, that just coincided. We need to give them a couple a couple of them again a rest as well. We gave a couple of them the rest of the week before with the Hondas. So it's just yeah, it's part and parcel of it. But uh, the growing the depth of the team has always been a goal, you know, for the coaches right from the you know, last couple of years. Um, because we know we will lose a few at the end of this year and we need to expose some players as well. So there's a bit of a strategic plan around it, but it's, um, it is tough probably for the public to understand all uh, at times, but it's just part and parcel of professional rugby at the moment. We need to give guys exposure and, and get them up to a level as fast as we can that we think we can, um, you know, they can start and, and be a part of the team. Uh, David, does this loss, does it just absolutely um, stunt your momentum or does this now make you a better team because you've now suddenly just having to refocus and just remind yourself about the job at hand. I mean, sometimes when you're winning and winning every week, whether it be consciously or subconsciously, you know, I, I, I guess there can, you, you know, there can just be a little bit of complacency at times. Yep, yeah, yeah it's, uh, again, it's probably how we framed up the review and a bit of perspective, but we'd have to learn from it. Um, momentum's a, a funny old thing, you know, to have to go too many years back where we lost eight in a row and a lot of those were by a point or two here and there and we felt like everything was against us, the momentum was against us. Um, we probably feel like momentum's with us but we've earned that um, this year. So good couple of days of training. So it's a, a full week we just finished um, today um, with a good decent hit out. So physically feel like the guys are, are ready to go and mentally even more so. So I had some good edge of training today um, which is probably a, a good sign for us. On a positive note, mate, great uh, news for Waikato Chiefs and All Black Rugby, Anton Leonard-Brown uh, signing on for the franchise. So now that that's kind of put to bed, uh, no doubt mentally for him too, pretty pretty refreshing. Yeah, um, like a great servant for, for the Chiefs team. You know, he played his 100th the other day. He's been around a long time, you know, 60 tests. Um, so for the region and for the, for the All Blacks, it's great. You know, they don't like losing um, too many of the players at this time of year if they're signing contracts or, or talking about contracts. But, um, yeah, awesome to have Anton um, locked in so he can uh, put that to the side and just crack on and, and play footy. So, good news. Mate, as fans, we know how good the Hurricanes are, but what did you guys learn of them last time out that um, we need to be kind of especially wary of this weekend? Well, they're the best, statistically the best attacking team in the competition. Um, score the most tries, offloads, line breaks, you name it. It's them. Um, so what we learned last time is um, down at the down the Cape Town, I think we were down sort of 17, 20 points pretty quickly. So uh, defensively, if we're not on um, and not uh, not ready to go physically in terms of the contact area, um, should be a long old day. So um, that's been a, a good focus for us, um, but also learned from that game that when our attack goes, this is the second half in particular, um, we feel like we can you know apply some pressure to our attack and, and put points on them. Hey, mate, and just finally, we're talking to a lot of Chiefs fans out there. The, we know there's been some full houses, which has been brilliant uh, the last few weeks. It looked great in Christchurch. I know it looked brilliant while I was down there in Hamilton for the Crusaders game and the Blues game. So a full house will make the difference this weekend? Well, yeah, hopefully, yeah. No, I know the numbers are going pretty good at the moment. So um, full house or close to it would be awesome. They were, they were unreal against the Crusaders, so looking forward to a bumper crowd. Well, David Hill, all the very best against the Hurricanes. Thank you for joining us and, uh, yeah, some great insight. And, um, yeah, do appreciate your time tonight here on Chiefs Mana. Thank you.
Cheers, guys. Have a good night. It is 11 minutes away from eight. Yeah, some interesting thoughts there, Carmo. So a big game this week because the Hurricanes are a team that, yeah, uh, you can't underestimate. We saw how close it was in that first 40 minutes. I, I would suggest, though, playing back at home, playing at the base of the Bombays, it's not an easy place to travel to. Mate, it's a huge game this weekend because the Chiefs still got to control their destiny, right? So they've got to win this coming weekend, got to win over in Canberra just because, you know, Potentially, you may have to play the Brumbies in the final back here, so if you put one. But more importantly, you also want to look at the, the table. You want to keep the Brumbies second, right, to make sure New Zealand side, not the Chiefs, but New Zealand side goes over there for a semi final. God, you're a nasty man, aren't yeah, you? Yeah, well, well, why not? <laughs> I'm only joking, mate. I love so it, you make, I love it, mate. You've got to make Crusaders go to, to Canberra for a it, semi and then straight back to Hamilton yeah. for a final. That's the way. This table's got to uh, pan out. But, and, and the only way we can make it like that is for us to control You want it. the Crusaders playing the camera, don't you? Yep, 100%. Absolutely. Yeah. Okay, so um, areas then, yes, they would have had their review system. They're playing the Hurricanes. I can imagine they're going to bring some of their big boppers back in, some of their established All Blacks. So the areas that they will have identified, the areas that they're going to want improvement on this week? Uh, better numbers that break down, quicker ruck ball, uh, Sam Sony will be the guy in there just to get that go forward ball, you know, so getting over that gain line. As soon as you're over that gain line, easier said than done, mm. you know, against Adi Savir and co. But um, Will's best when he can. So once we get momentum, once we get good numbers at the breakdown, uh, Weber can just kind of unleash the ball quicker uh, and Damien and the rest of the guys can do their thing. But it just needs big numbers, big commitment, great accuracy at the breakdown. Should be a good little battle, particularly number eight, Jacobson, up against Adi Sevilla. Yeah, uh, yeah, should, uh, well, it'll only be a good battle um, if our type five can dominate. If our type five can dominate, we'll dominate them. No question. Mm. If they can dominate us, well, then Artie can do what he does so, so well and we'll be under the pump. And we don't want to be under the pump yeah. with, with Artie running amok. So we just have to be really ruthless. Big game for Brody Rachalik, big game for our type five. And if they get on top... Uh, once more, I say this every weekend, but if the type five can dominate, we'll dominate. And Damien can do what he does. Yeah, Damien McKenzie, Aidan Morgan. Aiden Morgan's starting to play pretty well. Um, look, Mate, look, look once again... Goods. a great battle uh, for the first five, isn't it? But that's the first five eight won't do anything if they don't get good ball. It really just comes Bloody down... It's all about locks, isn't it, really? Rugby's all about your locks, isn't well, it, Carmo? there we go. No, <laughs> end of the show. You know that. Let's walk away. It's yes. just <laughs> Rugby 101 right there. Mate, Two I'm, good but, locks and you'll win the game. But if you dominate up front, mate, it's not that friggin' hard. No. If you get good ball up front, you're going to do well. Okay, the Chemist Warehouse, the Real House of Fragrances. The DHL Super Rugby Pacific is underway. Kama, your DHL Super Rugby Pacific Chiefs player of the round. Yeah, well, to be honest. You um, have to give one, Kama. And, and he only played for 10 minutes, but I was almost going to give it to Josh Lord. Josh Lord started like a firecracker. He was amazing. Um, his his line-out uh, defensively and both on attack looked really good. He did a charge down. He looked like he was in the game. Unfortunately, went off after 10 minutes. And I was really, really genuinely excited to see Josh Lord playing out there. But he only lasted 10 minutes. He probably should have been my player of the day. But uh, Finau, the, the number six, he was – at least he had a go, right? He, he was running hard, running straight, a little bit individual at times. 
God, but, you're a tough task, man. Lucy had it. Go, you, you could have won it, Carmo. It's not like you were blowing off the park, Carmo. Mate, we Before were... you set standards. I love it, mate. I love it. You just set such high standards. You want you... No, it's brilliant. Okay, so um, your DHL Super Rugby Pacific player of the round, Carmo. <laughs> mate, I was, at, um, I was watching Carmo play their old rivals. Oh, okay, who was the best uh, on the field boys. that day? Um, and shit, we were good. We were top of the table at the moment. Oh, it's good, good crowd. When you've got two good locks, mate. Really, really good crowd. Man, it was nice uh, to be on the sideline watching Carmo play. Um, old rivals, old boys. So um, it goes back years and years, generations, uh, this rivalry. So we'll give it, uh, we'll give it to them. Wonderful afternoon. So the Carmo rugby team and my DHL Super Rugby player of the uh, of the round, they all deserve it. The Carmo Magpies. The DHL Super Rugby Pacific catch the action live on Sky Sport or get tickets at superrugby.co.nz. Uh, we've got about a minute left here, Carmo, so I'll just, you know, some final thoughts, some uh, final messages perhaps to Chiefs Mana fans. Well, one of the final messages, I made uh, a point of it there to, to David Hill there, the crowds, like wonderful crowds. Uh, and crush this on weekend. There was a great crowd in Taranaki. So we are starting to get momentum in the crowds. And believe me, uh, Chiefs fans, if you have the opportunity this weekend, it is a barnstormer against the Hurricanes. Let's get down there because you do absolutely make a difference. There is, I mean, there's so much research out there in there too, Waro, the, the influence of the crowd. So let's get along. Let's make it a real fortress. Hopefully then you can see your team for the following uh, the playoffs and the, the semis and, and who knows. As long as we can control the destiny, we're in the fight. So excited to see our All Blacks come back. I mean, I am disappointed as a Chiefs fan that New Zealand rugby and the All Blacks can have such an influence yeah, I, it, on the outcome from a fan's point of view. And poor you know, the assistant coach, David Hill, there, he, he's got no say in it. Uh, which is just terrible that we want. I mean, I love to have seen and it's all and it's all and, it, and it's just and it becomes even more disappointing if we don't go on and win the Rugby World Cup either. Because I'll, I'll say it and I've yeah. said it a hundred times before, but show me evidence in the last three or four years where yeah. rest and rotation has worked for the All so, Blacks. So I hope now, I really hope now that we can can that because we can can that right. Our All Blacks can play all the way through now. There is no rules, uh, and we need to play play them all the way through to win at the end and we need them all to do that go the Chiefs Chemist Warehouse the Real House of Fragrances special thanks to DHL the DHL Super Rugby Pacific is underway we are talking netball between 8 and 9 next here on SENZ